yeah, if we just uh, if we start off today, then just uh, just want to hear a little bit about yourself and your background, um, and yeah, just uh, what it is you're doing within the space, please. Okay, sure. My name is Yusuf, and um, I'm a teenager, and I'm an entrepreneur, and currently I'm uh, interested in the cryptocurrency space. So right now, at this moment, I'm developing a cryptocurrency that aims on solving um, uh, the governance in the cryptocurrency world. So what we're doing basically is with the current governance system and with cryptocurrencies, um, how it works is depending on your stake in the coin uh, alters your vote. So we, uh, we believe that uh, it isn't completely fair or right as it doesn't really translate into real world voting systems. So what we're doing is uh, depending on the stake, it, does, it doesn't matter what stake you have, your vote will always be uh, sequential to every other person. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the main goal is we're going to have a, is basically, it's going to be a payment coin. But for now, we're trying to center it around a fair, democratic, as a community token. So basically, everyone runs the coin, it is in one centralized place. We're trying to get it as decentralized as possible. And we believe what's holding cryptocurrency back currently is uh, governance. Brilliant. And when was it you, you first got into crypto? Uh, when I first like heard about crypto, it was in 2017 on the Bitcoin all-time high back then when it was a hit like 20,000. But um, I wasn't completely interested. I was interested in like um, uh, how good of an investing opportunity it was. And then only around like last year or a year and a half ago, um, I got interested into the tech behind cryptocurrencies. I was like, okay, so every single project has its own um, tech powering its ecosystem. Yeah, very interesting. Um, how, how, I mean, you're obviously um, quite young in age. Um, are you still in full-time education or how, how are you working? Yes, I'm still in uh, full-time education. Okay. And, and how are you working that around your your studies and stuff? You're obviously doing, doing it all in the evenings and... Um, yeah, everything I have is centered around uh, the evenings and on weekends because um, I also have a very like uh, strict like studying regime. So I study a lot of the, the day because I'm currently at like the GCC stage because uh, I'm in year 11. But um, what I do is I, I always find time to fit everything. So the second I finish studying, I'll start doing work. And I also I have like a calendar where I plan uh, time slots for uh, everything. Right. Amazing. And um, is there any projects within the space that particularly interest you or excite you at the moment? At the moment, it's uh, Helium and Zilliqa. Right. Okay. Well, what's your reasons behind that? Helium, because for me, they're the only uh, competitor to uh, Elon Musk's Starlink when it comes to uh, wireless, even though they're not doing an exact same concept. Basically, what they're doing is... um. You have these boxes that send out radio waves and you put them in your houses, like on the balconies near the windows. So the more uh, boxes you have connected to you, you you get money. Like it's kind of like mining, but it it doesn't work in the same uh, usual concept of mining. You're not physically like solving mathematical equations. You're just connecting to other people and providing a connection. So what this works, why you will make money from this is there'll be companies, let's say, um, a company that sells smart dog collars. So let's say your dog gets lost. If you have an ecosystem of uh, miners sending out radio waves, you can locate that dog, if it makes sense, or like a wallet or anything. Right. And currently, a lot of people are getting interested in the helium miners because they're extremely profitable. 
basically each one costs 300 uh, pounds or dollars wherever you're located at the moment. I mean, they raised the price slightly. I think it might be 400 now. But uh, depending on your location, you can make upwards of 10,000 pounds. There's a month. There's somebody who lives in like Boston. It was like 20 miners around and like 50 miners, I mean, and he's making insane amounts. If you live in a rural area, you probably make less. But um, I think because I can see a lot of companies using this tech because right now um, I know about like the wallet tracking uh, companies and they aren't amazing. Like the best one is called Tile and uses Bluetooth technology, which is very short range and um, old. So I think uh, it'll be a good competitor to Starlink. The next one, the next project I said I would be interested in is uh, Zilliqa. Yeah. Zilliqa is, uh, oh, by the way, uh, I was gonna, oh, sorry, I forgot to mention this with Helium. Helium is also, uh, if you look at the coin itself, it actually had uh, crazy growth. I think it was like a couple hundred percent, uh, but it's like in the, it's in the top 100. The other one is Zilliqa. It's like top 50 coin. Uh, Zilliqa, I believe, has one of the best technology surrounding uh, cryptocurrencies at the moment because they're the only coin till now that has successfully integrate, integrated sharding. Sharding is like the pro- process of breaking up the blockchain into shards to increase um, speeds, basically, because it's uh, like it's more it's more for growth. Like if you have Ethereum right now, Ethereum wasn't planning to get this big or Bitcoin. But then once they got this big and they have a cap on the size of uh, blocks, they're slow. Like Bitcoin's four transactions per second. Ethereum's currently 30. Zilliqa is the only one right now that has sharding. So Zilliqa theoretically has speeds of up to, um, what was it, 2,700 transactions per second, while Visa has like uh, 8,000 transactions per second. So still has time to, and needs to catch up to like credit cards like Visa, et cetera, which are currently the fastest payment method. But it's the one that's closest there. And I believe the main issue surrounding Zilliqa is they haven't focused on marketing at all. But just recently, the CEO put out a statement saying, oh, yeah, we, we have an allocated budget of 1% of our, um, you know, because you have a holdings for a cryptocurrency, you have holdings for like funds you want to invest into, like um, it's called the company's wallet, a account wallet for the cryptocurrency. So they're investing 1% of allocation, which is like a couple million, maybe like tens of millions into marketing which I think will definitely boost Zilliqa because Zilliqa, I think, has amazing technology, but they took a really bad marketing route. Like if you look at, you know, like Nano, Nano has a huge, I would say like a cult. If you go on Reddit or any other forum, they have like 60,000 members when, and they keep like pumping Nano, not pumping uh, directly, but they keep saying like, buy Nano, buy Nano, Nano's the best, etc. But Zilliqa doesn't have that. Zilliqa just has a couple of people uh, who are very like experts at cryptocurrency who n- knew the project from a long time ago, but they don't have much people getting into it right now. So Zilliqa, I think, will have immense potential. I honestly think Zilliqa can be a top 10 token. Yeah. Yeah, I think when the uh, when the technology meets meets the uh, marketing, I think that's when things can really do well, isn't it? And get that network effect around around projects. Um, yeah, definitely. How is your uh, sort of digging a bit more into the into the project you're working on? Have you have you got a large team of you working on that, or is that um, just yourself or? Yeah, currently it's uh, myself and I have a couple other engineers uh, working with me and uh, designers, um, Ethereum smart contract editors. 
but then when it comes for like the team i haven't uh set to like a permanent team yet these are like people i have working beside me now but i don't know if they're gonna stay there but then after i finish the project i'm working on now i'm gonna i'll decide that and i'll have a definite team on my website to be able to view for everyone amazing have you got any any time scales at all or you just take hmm. it, it comes or Okay, so currently we're on the marketing phase. We're focusing on marketing and promotion. Okay. Uh, but this is going to be a short phase because um, we found from a study that people, even though without marketing, you need more development into the coin uh, because people, their uh, main concern is like, okay, there's no, the, the voting system hasn't come into it yet. I mean, your, your coin without the uh, voting system yet. So currently what I'm working on is our, um, our biggest project yet. It's going to be the application. So we're working on an application, which is going to be a wallet, a transfer app, and a payment app. And uh, the most important is the governance app where you can do votes for certain aspects of the cryptocurrency. So that project, I, I'm estimating maybe three to five months. But yeah. once that's done, uh, we will move on to a more uh, heavy, intensive marketing phase. And then uh, after that, we can see uh, working on to other projects and collaborating with, let's say, um, online retailers to support Ycoin payments, etc. Brilliant. So that sounds really, really interesting project. Um yeah, be excited to see how that how that develops over the coming months and years. Thank um, you. Uh, where do you see the space overall in the next five to ten years? Um and how do you think it'll affect the the world really? Is there any yeah, what sort of direction do you see it going? Currently, I have a kind of an unpopular opinion on crypto because a lot of people think, oh, yeah, this is the time. But I'm wary because of the, you know, the 1999 bubble of the uh, dot-com bubble. People take a bubble in the wrong context. When someone says bubble, they mean, oh, all the technology is garbage. It's useless. It's not really uh, necessary. But what happened with the bubble is there was little use case but a lot of hype surrounding it so in 1999 everyone was like oh the internet's the future everyone's investing etc etc but then there was very little use only a couple of websites had were existing um not many people like ordered on the internet so then it pumped a lot and then it crashed in like 2001 2000 but then it didn't like go away like it slowly grew back and it's like recovered almost i think crypto is currently in a bubble stage even though because even though I 100% agree with the cryptocurrency technology, it's the best thing uh, we've come up with so far. It's a solution to uh, centralized banking. It's a solution to payments, solution to many things, because every cryptocurrency project has its own use case. Yeah. But we see very little use, even with like payment cryptos. You can't go into your store and pay in Bitcoin. If you want to go to a Bitcoin cafe, you have to drive 45 minutes out. Yeah. Uh, it, like if you if you see Bitcoin accepted on a website or crypto, you'll be shocked. Like, like yeah, we have some ad, uh, adoption like PayPal coming slowly, but it isn't fast enough. I think at the rate cryptocurrency is growing, I'm scared of a bear market crash until it recovers. But uh, but when it comes to the technology itself, I, I yes, I think uh, cryptocurrency definitely is something for the future to uh, be keen on because it's ever evolving. It's not like once you make something, it, it stops. Like the technology can adapt with the environment around it. So if like, let's say I make a cryptocurrency and then in five years, it's way too slow or it, uh, it's too buggy or it, the uh, it's old, you can... Uh, you can um, 
sorry, you can, uh, you know, build up on it, like Ethereum with Ethereum 2.0. Ethereum realizes they're falling behind. Oh, we have Binance catching up. Um, we're doing bad because uh, we have the high fees. No one wants to transfer with us. Okay, Ethereum 2.0 is coming. We're going to try and integrate sharding. We're going to do lower fees. We're going to have all this great stuff coming. So that's the good thing with cryptocurrencies. It's ever evolving. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, so what lies in store for you long term? What's your aspirations in this space? What, what would you ultimately like to achieve if you could? My aspirations is um, I would like to see Ycoin do well. I mean, everyone would like to see their own project do well. Yeah. But um, uh, currently, I'm very interested in cryptocurrency. I would love to see what new projects come out. I would love to be uh, one of the people who hop on early. You know, um, how people now are like, oh, wish I wish I bought Apple at 2010. I wish I bought uh, this, etc. Like yeah. back then. I want to be like one of those people who buy early cryptocurrency projects and then everyone in the future is like, oh, I wish I bought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. Do you see this cycle playing out differently to the last, or do you, do you believe it will be quite similar in the way it plays? I think it'll be, yeah, I think it'll be similar but stretched out. Right. So, uh, last cycle it was a Bitcoin, Bitcoin cycle, Ethereum cycle, altcoin cycle, bear season. So currently now, Bitcoin cycle is just coming to a halt. I think once it hits 100,000, I don't think it can grow more. I think it's going to hit 100,000 this year, but I, or, but I don't think it'll grow more. But then once Bitcoin cycle slows down, especially with Ethereum, uh, their Berlin project, once that rolls out, um, I think because we haven't hit Ethereum cycle yet, because Bitcoin to Ethereum is always in a 1 to 30, uh, sorry, 1 to 10 ratio. So... If uh, Bitcoin was 10,000, Ethereum is 1,000. But now, Bitcoin's 60,000, Ethereum's 2,000. It's in a 1 to 30 ratio. So I think Ethereum definitely has room to grow. So I think I think Ethereum will definitely hit uh, 5,000, maybe even 10,000 this year. Yeah. Um, but once that happens, I, I think all the altcoins will pump, especially the ones which I said have potential. Like the ones which have the most potential will pump the most. Because right now it's only been really like... Um, there's been there's been pumps definitely. I'm not gonna say like a, a couple hundred percent is bad, but um, there's definitely more coming because the pumps that happen right now they're all like Dogecoin, uh, XRP, uh, Safe Moon, like they're all kind of like um, meme tokens in my opinion. But yeah. I definitely think um, like all the altcoins will pump after Ethereum has risen. Yeah. 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 Um. Do you see any any upcoming trends or anything like obviously at the moment we've had quite a big boom with nfts uh DeFi. Mm -hmm. what, what do you what do you think the next sort of sector i guess that that might be become big or or what you feel has got um could be tokenized is there anything ai wonder to ai ai artificial intelligence yeah. i definitely think once uh, some companies have programs uh, which are reputable and people are aware of and then people start getting interested in them because one has been developed by Elon Musk, which is like, you know, um, Google autocorrect or autocorrect. It's like that, but taken to a whole new level. Like it finishes sentences for you, but like, like literally, like if you're writing something, it finishes and it just came out a couple months ago, but isn't that well known? Oh, wow. So I think uh, AI technology is going to be one of the future things because 
AI will solve a lot of issues. Like um, you can have a quantum computers and AI solving uh, problems for you. You can like ask them simple questions that are complicated to you, that they'll be un- uh, understanding. Yeah. And I think AI can definitely be tokenized because um, you can easily buy like a stake into an AI project, but AI will be very hard to put on the stock market. So I think it'll be easy to just have it as a token. Yeah. 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 Have you read much into uh, someone made me aware of uh, the, the metaverse recently? Have you done much reading into that? Sort of, uh, yeah, sort of virtual reality. Um, Oh, the metaverse. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not really hugely into it, but uh, I'm aware which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's the one Epic Games uh raised like a billion dollars for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite another quite interesting space that mm. we might see some growth in. Over yeah, virtual reality and uh, re- and uh, augmented reality definitely. Have, actually, I'm not a fan of augmented reality. I think it's extremely hard to do, which is convenient because glasses. No one wants to wear glasses for augmented reality constantly. Virtual reality, however, if you're for entertainment, people can put a headset on. But augmented reality, like you were far away from mass adoption of it, in my opinion. Yeah. But virtual reality, however, it's seen. I'm someone who's been in the virtual reality space before Bitcoin. Like I was in virtual reality in 2015, but um, virtual reality has grown massively by like every year it grows like 1,000 percent, I believe. And the headsets keep getting better. Yeah. The first headset I had was called the Vive. It was wow. very big. It was very heavy. And the controller was terrible, and it took there's like ten cables going off your head, and you needed a computer, and you have to have two base stations in the wall basically to track your movements. And it was very like clunky the UI, even though it was still fun. But then, uh, I got the Oculus Quest and the Oculus Quest Two, and I was mind blown. It's something portable you put on your head, you can carry it anywhere. And the tracking is 10 times better than the Vive. And you can use your hands. Like, you don't need controllers because they can track hand movements. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, uh, yeah, there's definitely some huge tra- changes coming with crypto and AI and, and all the rest of it. Be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, is there anything else you wanted to uh, discuss today at all? We can. Oh, uh, let me think about it. Um. Oh, yeah, we could discuss uh, NFTs. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, currently with the NFT market, I um, I have a very negative opinion on NFTs currently because, like, I think NFTs are pretty much... People are trying to say, oh, yeah, you own the art because you own the original copy. You can't copy the Mona Lisa. But it doesn't really work like that because the Mona Lisa is a historic relic that's been painted by hand that has material which are from the 16th century. But NFTs, like, honestly, I think the main reason why they're so popular is because it's money laundering, because it's the number one easiest use case for money laundering. All you have to do is uh, people found that you can money launder art from your from your uh, couch. But I think NFTs, they're a huge bubble now. But at the same time, I don't think they're completely useless. I think they have a use case in the future, but I think the prices are too hilariously high. Like the one, the 600 days, the, you know, 600 photos over a couple of years that sold for like 60 million. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's a photo. Like I can, I can compile like a couple hundred photos from my, uh, my um, photo library and then put it on NFT and what I'll make a couple million. Like it's, 
it's too much. I don't see use case because like people, the artists that made it, they just became famous. They're like a digital artist. They're not like Leonardo da Vinci, the person who uh invent who found out about human biology, the person who had came up with the concept of a helicopter, the person who made the Mona Lisa. It's an online artist who sold for seventy million. So yeah, I think uh NFTs they have I think they they they're not completely useless like i can see why people want digital art especially from like famous people like there was a uh, one person that saw the neon cat art it was like it was like a meme back in like 2010 everyone was interested in it and he sold like the original like video for it and people someone bought it for like 300 million not 300 million sorry 3 million yeah um but i but i don't think anybody can just put an nft and just sell it like that I, unless it's really nice but at the same time just screen record it i'm sorry like if yeah. the artist is not well known and like i don't get why you would want to have it I, at the same time maybe an investment but i wouldn't invest in this right now because i think it's too risky but okay. nft art i would think non-fungible art i'm not a huge fan of but non-fungible tokens i think uh, like the cats the uh one of the first non-fungible uh tokens i think could work because it's a fun concept like but art <sighs> I think the price needs to be lowered definitely and uh, the concept of it needs to be looked over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Did you do you see more value in um like a collectible then at, at, sorry by that I mean like a, a Pokemon yeah. or a um like a football collectible or mm, I definitely see more value in that because that has en- provides entertainment. Like you can it's actually interesting. Like you know how people collected Pokemon as children, this is like the futuristic version. So yeah. I get why people would do this. Like it's fun. So I I don't think that's that. I think that ha- definitely has potential. But when it comes to art, I'm sorry, you're not gonna get entertained by staring at the art you bought for one million. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll wrap it up there because I'm aware of, of your schedule. Um, but yes. I'd like, to, I'd like to thank you for for um, giving up your time this afternoon. And sure come, thing. Coming on and speaking. Um inspiring what you're doing at such a young age I think everybody will agree and uh, I look forward to seeing how your journey unfolds Um, on that note have you got anywhere uh, people can follow your journey or the the best place to to follow you are you active on socials or oh yes I'm active on uh, I think the best place would be on the the Ycoin Reddit community if you just search Ycoin you would be able to see that Um, on Telegram the Ycoin Telegram would be interesting to follow um and personally, you can see me at uh, on Instagram if you just search my name. But um, yeah, yeah I, I think those are my more, most active places. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Sure thing. Thank all, you. All the best. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for having me. Goodbye.